a playlist original. Welcome to the Yoga Book Sisters podcast, where you learn and unlearn what you know about yoga. That's Sheena Bakshaw. And that's Zakia Beaker. In this podcast, we're going to be helping you get through any of life's challenges with yogic philosophy and answering any of your burning questions about yoga. Let's get ready to dive deep into the episode. Hey, Sheens. Hey, Zaki. How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm so good. I'm quite excited for today. We have a special guest. Her name is Bianca Koyabe, and she's someone I've known for quite a while, but we're so happy to have you here. Welcome. Thank you guys for having me. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy we could make this happen. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> the scheduling. I know. We've been trying to meet up. But yeah, I'm so happy about this. Thanks for having me. And um, today's episode, we're going to be talking about women's reproductive health. But as always, we want to start with highlights of the week. So guest first. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what is your highlight be? What has happened? Good, bad, like... <laughs> Wow, that's that's an interesting one. I think my highlight of the week is finally moving into my follicular phase because my energy levels are up and I just feel really good and just positive about everything. Um, and if that doesn't give you a hint of how juicy this episode is going to be, I don't know what will. We're going to unpack all of that because I'm yeah. also like, hmm, so if you don't questions. understand what that means, you will by the end. And you, my love? Nothing actually comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Except for the ice matcha I had yesterday. Oh, so yeah. Mm. So we'll we'll count that as a win. Sheens. Mm. Um, mine has been um so last week my parents were away and I live on a cottage on their property and I'm gonna try and make this as short as possible. But um when I go for walks, I normally tell them I'm walking here and da-da-da-da-da, I'll be back in this long. But because they were away, I didn't feel safe to go walk in my neighborhood mm. on my own. And then I could do that and the amount of beautiful flowers out just like this wisteria and like pretty mm. pink things everywhere and petals and just like it's so nice I love this time of year in Joburg it is the end of September right now <laughs> and just oh it's my favorite season yes me too especially because it rains so now there's not pollen yes <laughs> that's my highlight <laughs> <laughs> so as we do with all our guests we're always super eager to know their sun, moon, and rising. And B had to like <laughs> do a quick Google search. Had to get in there real quick. <laughs> but we're gonna hear from her. Okay, so my sun is Sagittarius. Love. My moon is Virgo. Also, love. And my rising is Libra. Actually, I think my nephew has a Virgo rising or moon and a Libra moon or rising. Mm. Like you're very close to his he's he's a Scorpio though. But other mm. than that, like I know. I can't wait for him to start saying <laughs> sentences. Oh, and stuff. Okay. I'm just, yeah. But um, I love that combo. Yeah. Can a you tell fire? me a bit about I also, feel like I keep heavy on her Libra energy. So when she said her sun sign was a Sag, I was like, hmm, interesting, you know? <laughs> so I do get that a lot. Though. Yeah. I, I but feel I mean, like it's heavier on the, the Libra vibe. We have someone... She's like a giving model of duty here. And then Absolutely. I find out she is a model. And then like, <laughs> like, I'm like, okay. And then it's like super Libra energy, which is ruled by Venus, love, money, beauty, which Taurus is also ruled by. So it's kind of making sense. 
but it's heavy on the knee. But I think maybe, okay, so I'm uh, not the person to talk about it. I I have an interest in astrology, but not, Mm. but like Virgos have this reputation of being super organized Mm. to the point of people often like label them as like OCD and stuff. And while they're organized, they're also like the healers Mm. of the Zodiac. So I think having that as a moon sign must be Mm. quite that is interesting beautiful I, I am a little OCD sometimes yeah. but like it depends. but no one gets shut down yeah like a Virgo when they're in their power no one gets mm. shut down like a Virgo also so Zaki and I both have Sagittarius moms mm. and like mm. so there's strong Sagittarius love yeah so, so we get it but I'm feeling the Libra energy oh. so what I do know is your son is kind of like who you are like Mm -hmm. a few characteristics of like who you are at the core and then moon Mm -hmm. is how you experience your emotions so maybe you're a little bit pedantic Mm -hmm. or scheduled or so like in the landscape yeah yeah, yeah, when you deal with your emotions and then rising is kind of like I've seen some people say it's how other people view you Mm -hmm. but then I've also seen people say which makes sense it, that is so interesting yeah but I've seen other people say they don't like that analogy and I can't remember what they say instead so I couldn't have brought up the but point. I also feel like it's who you like your inner being and how that light like exudes out mm. something like but that. interestingly enough with the Zaki picking up Libra we met someone for the first time on Sunday who's a friend of a friend mm. really nice guy and then at some point we mentioned star signs so he asked what ours were and Zaki said no guess he guessed both of our rising. Whoa. It was so crazy. His second guess for Zaki was her rising sign, and I think his third guess for me was my rising. Yeah. Whoa. And we're like, wow. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> yeah. It was, and he was kind of so confident about it when he, he was said very it, confident. That we were like, okay, are you eating us? But with the moon, <laughs> sun, rising. rising vibe, that's also kind of like a similarity to how we might break cycles down in this episode so yeah it's a little bit of an astrological viewpoint where we're gonna go into I love that like the, yeah you know the yeah because cycles of the year and cycles it's so in the crazy body. how we also link the moon to our cycle absolutely mm-hmm. so I guess we're getting really connected here mm-hmm. to kind of like lean into this topic but before we get a- ahead of ourselves B, would you give us like a mini intro of yourself what you do Mm -hmm. and that'll lead us back into the topic of the episode I feel like I've lived a hundred lives like (laughs) truthfully I'm so many different things but at the moment a holistic health coach um and a creative Mm. um I love expressing myself through photography videography um but yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now is just leading with my heart. So mm-hmm. I might I might share a tip on like, you know, something good to eat to help you combat something. Or, yeah. you know, I might share something to help cope with anxiety or, you know, I'm just kind of leading from my heart and like the spirit, you know. But um, if we have to talk in terms of giving everything a name, a holistic health coach fantastic yeah and I thought you'd be perfect for this episode because I've seen you share a lot of stuff on women's cycles and how to make sure you're treating that holistically mm-hmm. mm. so but I just <laughs> love that B said like leading with your heart because mm. I feel like that is also so like it hits with this topic because we know how we are leading with our bodies mm. and self 
Yeah. Mm. So I'm kind of feeding it. Oh, I love that. <laughs> but speaking yeah. on like reproductive health and we'll be focusing on women here. Um, you know, I, I think it's good to just contextually talk about menstrual cycles mm-hmm. and how they can be quite difficult. And I think there's been a lot of stuff we've seen in um, on social media about how it's not actually normal to have a painful period. And like, which is so wild. It's wild because yeah. like how many women I, it's, it's, it's a rarity when you meet a friend who's like, oh, I'm on my period, but she's still got energy and it's not completely mm-hmm. like she's not complaining about cramps or mm-hmm. how she had to take a microdol or a panado etc etc so and something else we were talking about before is you said well we live by the moon yes do you want to expand on that a bit yeah so before I go into like anything that I share today I'm not a hormone health um, mm. specialist mm-hmm. so I just want to make that disclaimer um a lot of this stuff is Um, things that I've learned throughout my studies and also just informing myself through reading and research and all of that and I'm so passionate about talking about cycle syncing and hormone health and the menstrual cycle um, to women obviously specifically because there's so much information that we were just never taught about growing up Um, so yeah in terms of living by the moon so the moon has a 28 day cycle and the sun is 24 hours so I usually say men mm-hmm. live by the sun and we live by the moon because they their hormone testosterone it's it works on a 24-hour cycle I did not know that mm. our hormones work on a 28-day cycle mm. and so that's why it's so interesting like I used to think I used to think something was wrong with me like I thought I had um chronic fatigue because I was always tired but it's just that the phase in which I was tired which is my luteal phase, which we'll get into, is very long. And so that's all I would remember every month is like, mm. I'm so tired all the time. But I didn't realize that actually it was all fluctuating. But I just, I didn't know because I wasn't aware of the phases and, you know, how our cycle works. I mean, okay, so I'm 34. So I was in high school a while ago. But in biology, when we went through those phases, it was very much a, this is what happens with the egg. And this is what happens with the lining. And and it was very much like on a process level, but not how it's going to affect you on a practical level in your day to day. Holistically. Exactly. insane. And to be honest, I wouldn't know any of the stuff if it weren't for like, I saw a lot of it on Pinterest a few years ago and then slowly saw it trickling through to different social media apps Mm -hmm. and thank goodness. And I think like contextually to think about it, like when you got your first period, like what was happening around that time? How was that received from family members? I Mm. think I was really young. I was about 10 when I got my period like being so young having like all these changes in your body not understanding what it is you sort of get told well now you're a woman you know and there's celebration around Mm. that because you're ready to procreate and make babies I think that's what we've been told and I think as we've gotten older and society's changed we kind of more open to information that Mm -hmm. B's going to share with us was your first period celebrated yeah kind of like in a way and I remember my mom was like you should tell your dad and it's like okay so it's like a congratulations card but we never get taught about the self-care and love and what happens so 
I guess this generation's changing, mm-hmm. but I don't know what that is so interesting. Your experience, yeah. Well, well mine my, was very different. Yeah. Mine was also very different. <laughs> yeah. You go first. Okay, so my mom was actually in hospital. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So and we didn't know when she'd be out. So my dad like called a female friend and she was absolutely lovely and she was so sweet and she wasn't shaming or anything but it was very much kind of like okay let's take care of this Mm. was the attitude so while it wasn't shaming or it it definitely wasn't celebrated it was like this is what you do these are your options Mm -hmm. are you okay have you taken in that information and then yeah that was mine oh my god I think mine was a little similar to yours um But it more so felt, and this is how I felt about periods growing up, is that it was very taboo. Like talking about Mm. it was like, I felt awkward and like Mm. embarrassed and like, it just felt like this big secret. Don't let anyone in the house know. Yeah, Yeah. like that's Mm. kind of like, and that also, I can understand, you know, for my mom, I'm sure growing up, maybe that's how it was Mm. for her. But my mom was amazing and she was kind of like, okay, you can use pads, we Mm. use tampons, or the tampons scared the crap out of me. Of course, same. I think I was 12 when I started my period and I was just like okay I'm not that's not happening so for years I think I only used pads until like grade 11 or something um but yeah it was kind of like just her and I knew about this thing and it was very like secretive and we were like locked up in my bathroom and we're having this discussion Mm. like I was like this is so scary yeah this is so like it felt really 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 scary yours like when you said it was like secretive <laughs> and scary and like very much similar like, why do we have to hide this and oh. it's like my biggest thing is like I have educated my brother on how to put a pad on underwear okay Whoa. um and I've kind of like I've always said I need a simulator so you can feel what I'm feeling like you know yes and my, is your brother? my brother's a year younger than me and my mom's like he should know that he should, no, he know should. and I've just made it a habit like when I'm on my period mm-hmm. everyone in the house knows oh yeah and that's know, me now like, yeah. like I'm just I'm like it's face we need to start normalizing this yes. experience yes. it should not be shame and going back to what B and Sheen said I mean like from like a brown community perspective tampons is kind of taboo because that means you you know mm-hmm. typically or stereotypically could not or may yeah. not be a virgin mm-hmm. so wow. you also get shamed from that perspective mm-hmm. but I guess yeah we are making leaps and bounds in our womanhood yeah. just by talking but yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and I also tell people I'm like hey it's the week before that's mm-hmm. why I've eaten all the chocolate yeah. in the entire house and I will replace it tomorrow yeah. I remember I was at Sheen's once we were, we were like really working and I said to Sheen's I think I need to go and get a chocolate and then Sheen's laid out chocolate and Oreos and that was probably the most oh, comforting moment I was I was just like which chocolate we got options <laughs> yeah you know? are you feeling oh no we want Oreos I've got my favorite vegan chocolate. Do you want my dad's whole nut? Um, so <laughs> no, like there's Beautiful. always sweet snacks in this house. Um, We're interrupting this episode to tell you about our up and coming yoga teacher mentorship for 2024. This is a call to anyone who's done a yoga teacher training and wants to teach but feels scared. Or any yoga teacher frustrated by the lack of momentum in the yoga careers. We know that breaking through is tough because we've done it too. 
We've also answered a lot of questions and given advice to fellow teachers. So now we're offering you a six week program to give you the confidence you need, refine your teaching skills and work on your business strategy. Space is limited and payment plans are available. If you want to claim one of these spots, email zavasayogaonline at gmail.com. We're starting 19th of January, 2024. Everything is linked in the show notes and we hope you join. But yeah, and something else I've seen on line is um the different phases and I can never remember them or fully understand them I got you girl yay (laughs) it's so crazy and I'm so excited because I feel like I'm a little like seven year old learning this because I feel like I've only come to know this like this year yeah like I remember pretty new for me as well okay good so powerful like once you learn and you know like oh I'm in this phase mm. I'm in this phase I'm gonna be more tired I'm gonna have more energy I'm gonna be grumpy like and it's so empowering as well because that's how I am in my home now everyone knows what phase I'm in so that it's also like they can understand if I'm maybe not acting as my normal self mm. like okay cool this is what's happening this is what phase she's in and then they can also support me because sometimes yeah. I can't like express in words like how I'm feeling and yeah sometimes it just comes out (laughs) the wrong way and like I might be snappy or whatever but we've all been there yeah Mm. yeah Yeah. so we start off with um the follicular phase no actually no let's go back so menstrual phase is actually the beginning so also there's a difference between your menstrual cycle and the menstrual phase Mm. so the menstrual cycle consists of all the different phases so you start off with your menstrual phase which is your period and that's day one so also if you want to track your cycle you start off with day one okay Uh, Okay. your period is day one and And is that like spotting or like proper bleeding um i would say spotting yeah so as soon as blood comes that's that's Day day one so um menstrual then after menstrual is follicular after follicular is luteal no wait 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 we have to go back menstrual follicular ovulatory and luteal okay okay yeah. menstrual. so menstrual we know because we've been through it exactly but... <laughs> so that's day one of my period right yeah. i'm starting to bleed yes and also everyone's period is different so for example mine is three days that's how long it is but some in some women it can go up to eight days or ten days or whatever I'm, so i'm like a was a seven-day girly before I was on Whoa. birth control I know it was horrific oh my god but now it's down to four okay okay so that's better. way more manageable yeah <laughs> yeah what seven about days. you I think mine is like four and maybe sometimes a five that's still intense yeah. but, well, but like like five days but I would long. say it's only the first two days where it's heavy and mm-hmm. the rest is like yeah normal. mine's mine's heavy the first two days and then I start getting some energy back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so menstrual. Yes. So however long that lasts for you is however long that lasts. So um, everyone's cycle is different. Mine is actually 29 days. Mm. So in some women, I think it's 28 days is minimum. And then it can go up to like 30 days, 31 days. Like, <clears throat> So you just have to track your cycle to know. So mine is 29. So after menstrual, we then move into follicular, which I'm in now. And it's just... It's my favorite phase because that's just where my energy just comes. And like, um, mm. it's so interesting because it also impacts our skin. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but um, in your follicular and ovulatory phase, your skin is glowing a lot more. Um, 
And if you haven't noticed, or if you're listening, just take note of it. Because for me, like as someone who shoots a lot of content, this is the phase where I shoot most of my content. When my energy level is high and like when I, my skin looks the best and like, you know, my eyes are brighter, like this yeah, is in a better mood. <laughs> in a better mood. I want to, you know, mm. engage and all of that. So, um, yeah. And that's also, I was sharing with you, like that's how I'm able to be consistent with mm. showing up online is I batch shoot most of my stuff during this time. And so um, that's how like cycle syncing also comes into play. And it's basically just living by your cycle. So after um, follicular, you move into ovulatory phase, which is one to three days. That's making the egg. Yeah. Mm. So okay. that is when the egg is released. And so that's why our skin also looks that way. Because if you go back like hundreds of years, it's kind of like when women have to, or the female like animal or whatever has to look a certain way to attract a mate. So that's why our skin is like glowing and we like, you know, because that's the time for um, procreating. Mm -hmm. So yeah, then after that, we move into luteal, which is usually when we start to feel tired, grumpy, you know, all the cravings, chocolate, um, all of that bloating. Um, for me, backache is my worst symptom. Mm -hmm. And that's because during luteal phase, your collagen production is actually lower. So if you feel like achy joints or like your your mm. back or it's because our collagen production decreases during that time, which is so insane to me. Wow. But yeah. So I've I up my collagen uh, supplements yeah. during that time and it's helped a lot. So but again, it's also different for everyone. But that's my worst symptom. Actually, it's not mm. even like mood swings or bloating. It's actually the back. Mm. Mine's so, mood and skin. Mm. Yeah. Mood and and skin. it's yeah purging during that time so the skin just, goes through the most my skin just went it's through like the i'm most permanently hungry yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> just like an attitude yeah. and i want to eat all the food that's not good for me and then i'm like why do i have the zit mm. maybe you yeah. know it's, it's not because i ate a bag of chips yeah. lunch. no i think what's so hard though is like but you have to kind of train yourself is not to always feed into those cravings. Yeah. Okay. Like, so, and that's when like mindfulness comes into play because I'll sit and really think like if I have a slab of chocolate and I'm feeling however I'm feeling and I'm in my luteal phase, but I have all this information where I know mm -hmm. why I'm feeling like this. Then I sit and I say like, why do I want to eat this chocolate? You know? And like, what is it going to give me? I know exactly how I'm going to feel afterwards. Mm -hmm should I be doing this and then that kind of helps me to make a better choice in terms of what mm. to eat um and during during the luteal phase I talk about luteal phase a lot because that's the one that most women experience like mm. a lot of symptoms where you know you have just all this stuff like mm. PMS basically it's during your luteal phase and so and how long is it normally it's quite long. It's oh, quite no, long. No. It's is that like a week or two. Oh. Yeah, it's about it's about there. It's about okay. 14 days. Like oh but again, it all depends on your cycle. So because my actual period is so short, my luteal phase is very long. Okay. So it like maybe a longer so when period. I was having like my seven-day periods, I might have had a shorter luteal. luteal exactly. Yeah. So so mine is, you know, it's a good 12 to 14 days where I'm in this. And that's loop. kind of like post actually menstruating right no no, no that's pre pre, pre, pre yes. the before okay so that's why yes we want to eat yes. the oreos this is exactly. making so much sense right <laughs> sorry i had yeah. to like recheck yeah. myself there yeah. no but and like yeah 
because I remember saying to Sheens, I was like so fucking emotional. And then like four days later, yeah. Yeah. No sense. wonder. No wonder. <laughs> like so many times. Like, Thanks, hormone. I'm crying about everything. I'm crying about this is so beautiful. <laughs> like, this That's is so like my world is ending. Like an insurance advert and I'm crying. Yeah. No, I've literally cried at insurance adverts. And but then three days cheap. later been like, it's not a lie. <laughs> Oh, it's just oh my still a bad bitch. I just yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Wow. But um, yeah. you also spoke about how you batch create your content. So mm. do you schedule other things mm. around your period? My entire life revolves around my menstrual cycle, mm. and that's basically what cycle syncing is. So it's your social activities, it's your work, it's your eating, it's your exercise as well, which is something that really helped me mm. because. I'm one of those people where exercise really helps me mentally and I I need to move my body but I was so hard on myself before I knew about cycle syncing when I was in my luteal phase which I didn't know was my (laughs) luteal phase and my fatigue and exhaustion is terrible like I struggle Mm -hmm. to get out of bed and I used to feel like something's wrong with me you know like I was saying earlier I thought I had chronic fatigue and there was something wrong with me and I could never like I just couldn't do anything. So during luteal and menstrual, it's good to go for walks and like just gentle stuff, yin yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, your yoga is actually perfect for mm-hmm. the luteal phase. We love that. Which is I was like, I remember incredible. once you messaged me and you were like, oh. I just did a slow flow and it was perfect. And like, that's why it's there every week. It's amazing. Amazing. So yes, to everyone listening, luteal phase. Slow flow. Slow yes. flow. Restorative. I think it's so good. With what B said earlier during that phase you also have to practice mindfulness and mm-hmm. come back to yourself because mm-hmm. our emotions and like hormones are getting in control of who we are mm-hmm. and that kind of like is the moment where we need to pause and not feed into mm-hmm. that all the time mm-hmm. but then come back to like practicing what is going to bring us into alignment and if that's more that. gentle physical movement exactly. and doing like I very often say like yoga is not just the physical asana we drive that point home a lot like if you meditated today then you did yoga Mm -hmm. if you were patient in the queue when it was frustrating you're practicing practicing. and that is the exact time when we should actually be practicing Mm -hmm. yeah so take note (laughs) as b said and we've just like echoed again yeah during your luteal phase Mm -hmm is when you should actually be really intentional about your practice. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So like if you could give like advice for someone who wants to start. Mm. Do I need to download an app? Because I know a couple of years ago, I was like, oh my God. I think it was during my yoga teacher training. I met this lady that hosts this red tent period mm, full mm-hmm. moon vibe which goes Shatter. back to yeah. mm-hmm. Janaki. Janaki. Janaki, yeah. <laughs> and my mm. mind was blown and we were like a group of like eight and we all sat girls. all girls sat in a circle and we we're talking about our periods and I was like whoa this is the first time like I'm mm. in sharing this experience and I just started like birth control and I remember it was making me crazy so I stopped mm-hmm. never went back on it again and I'm like holy shit and then I downloaded an app and I'm like let's track our period what is happening and things started making sense and I felt more in tune with my body so I started to listen to how I was feeling and then I was like okay 
two weeks before mood or pimple appears, we know periods are arriving. So that would be luteal phase. Exactly. And then I was like, okay, I think I'm getting it. And I know the topical conversation at the time was like, okay, so they would plan like physical intimacy based on that. Mm -hmm. So they don't like procreate, which I thought was also fascinating because we also... But don't you feel sexiest during ovulation because that's what your whole body's gearing you for? You do. And that's when you should avoid it if you don't want a baby. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm not on hormonal birth control. So exactly. um, And that's also what was that's also what's helped me to have less painful periods and Mm. shorter periods. And yeah. And that's what you said. You yeah, and that's what and mine with the opposite. Yeah. So it just depends on it. So mine's less painful more my periods were always irregular mm-hmm. like some months I'd be the same as Akia and some months she'd finish hers and five days later mm-hmm. mine would pitch whereas on hormonal birth control I mean obviously everyone's body is different I was gonna say but mine's that's... also like the lowest dosage possible but that's why it is important to listen to your body as mm. well exactly you know so like also with a lot of the stuff that I share I'm always sharing my experience and what mm. works for me but you have to try so many different things to see what works for you you know, I'm not against hormonal birth mm. control. I just know for myself with the my journey and where I'm at, um, it just wasn't sitting right with me, you know, to have, to be taking a pill. Like it just wasn't, mm. it wasn't right for me. And yes. when I got off of uh, birth mm. control, I just felt so much better. And I felt like I came into myself, you know, so. And I think yeah. that like, it's so powerful when that does work for you, mm. because we've been told to prescribe to so many things as a woman and for me it's kind of like a fuck you because I need to do all of this so that Mm. baby doesn't happen Mm. but what are you doing Mm -hmm. and it (laughs) you know like really what are you doing and it goes back to um, what B said like men are the sun 24 hours of like hormonal and we like Mm -hmm. 28 29 and it's like how much do we have to put up with to live a life mm-hmm. and do all the things that men do coupled with all these extra things mm-hmm. so mm. you we know that conversation we're up that's a that's a whole other podcast but would you Getting say that. apps mm. or how do you like as a diary yes i think um, when you're starting out an app is very helpful mm-hmm. like oh, there's this app and i've just forgotten the name so i had flow Yes, I, I started flow. Um, and then there was another one. It's like it's green. I can't remember the name. Hmm. We'll put it in the show notes. Yes. Yeah. It'll oh, come to I us do. another but time. The reason why that the second app is really good is because it helps with cycle syncing. So it tells you oh. what to eat. You know, more leafy greens or more like um healthy fats. Because like, how do you remember all of that? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot. This. But the more you become in tune with it, the easier it becomes. Okay um but yeah like during um ovulation and follicular phase you need more healthy fats so like fish and avo and all of that and then um in luteal phase it's more dark leafy greens and more uh, carbs that's why we want all the junk food because that's why i reach for the chips that's Mm. it because you know there's all this fluctuation and your body actually needs carbs for that time and Mm. all the work that it's doing and that's why it's actually counterproductive to do a very like high intensive workout during your luteal phase 
because you're just yeah it's just counterproductive yeah. and it's not good for you because your body's actually working so hard at that time so you need to just be gentle and you know so that second app which I'll share with you when I remember the name is so good because it helps with all of that and it tells you okay now you're feeling a little bit more like energized and social so like schedule in like um, lunch dates or you know stuff like I'm that. I'm gonna put this to practice <laughs> it's it's a tonight <laughs> ASAP yeah. and, I think- and is it um a paid for app it is so okay. that's the thing I think I did the week trial or whatever okay and they got it you hooked because it was good you know and I was like you know actually I know this information it's just like I'm too lazy yes. to remember but I force myself now because it is quite an investment so I would suggest paying the like the annual fee mm-hmm. just get it out of the way and you have it there for a year and it's a good investment it really really is a good investment um so yeah, start with apps and then kind of just figure out what works for you as well. Because again, it's an app and like your everyone is different. So just becoming in tune with yourself is super important. So like on day one of your period, I think noting it down, like, okay, this is day one and how am I feeling and have a journal and like write all these things down so that you can remember how you're feeling, what you're experiencing, you know, are there cramps? Are there no cramps? Um, herbal supplements have been amazing for me in terms of reducing cramps so I actually enjoy my period more than my luteal phase oh being honest Mm. yeah and that's yeah that's because of cycle syncing and because of eating you know right and exercising right and all of it all and communicating to people around you so you've like redefined your relationship with your period which I love and I resonate because I realized on my last period the luteal phase was horrendous emotionally but period like vibe was I feel like I well I felt like I had so much strength like I got to work out but that's because the I think it's progesterone starts to balance out mm, like okay. estrogen is starting to rise so you actually have energy mm. so it's it's that time just before your period because if you really think about it um like when you're mindful about when your period starts, just really think about how you feel. For me, it's such a big release because I'm like, oh my God, okay, I'm finally here. And it's like the luteal phase was this buildup and I was crying and I was this and I was like wanting to eat everything. And then the day my period arrives, I'm like, oh, okay. It's not so bad. Makes sense. It's literally just three days. But also it's it's been a holistic thing and it's been really disciplined with like what I'm eating you know for my body for how my hormones are fluctuating Mm -hmm. at certain times of the month and that's all helped and then herbal supplements and then like meditation reducing stress stress is a big one as well like Mm -hmm. everyday stress like small things like you said like in a queue like how you react like that's stress like if you're going to react badly or like you know that that stress is actually in your body and you don't realize it you know there's a lot of underlying stress that we don't realize so like meditation has also been really really helpful in getting my body to a peaceful place where I don't experience pain during my period anymore it's just more like it's discomfort and it's like you know maybe a bit of bloating but absolutely no pain Mm. and your brain's working with you that as well not against that as well (laughs) it's very empowering actually it's very very empowering when you get to that stage so yeah I really wish we learned about this from really younger yeah exactly everything would have made so much more sense you know like I I don't feel the need to compete with let's say my boyfriend for example I'm like 
I'm so tired. I will be sleeping like more than yeah. usual for the next two weeks. And yes. I don't feel bad about it. Like he'll maybe be waking up way earlier than me, but I don't feel bad about it. I used to, and I used to feel like something's wrong with me. Like I'm so weak. I'm like, what's going on? But it's actually because my body needs that rest. You know, it needs that time for me to really slow down so that during a phase like now, follicular, I'm out and about and doing stuff mm. and I'm up really early and I'm having long days and yeah that's just yeah. reminded me of a mindset I started taking on recently which is like kind of and now I'm going to switch it up from what I have been doing because mm -hmm. I know better but I kind of took my period as like permission to rest like okay well if your body's doing all of this then you can work from bed today you can if, if there's time for a nap in the schedule because mm -hmm. also like my scheduling is a lot of the work I do is on a retainer basis so it's you know the appointments there every week mm -hmm. but whereas in a normal week or now I'll say in a mm. follicular week mm. I'll be like doing all the work in between like voice noting Zaki about all the stuff we've got planned and all the cool things like during my period I'm like okay we'll just get to your classes if you post on social media yay mm -hmm. you know like just three things today that's all you're doing mm -hmm. And if those are three appointments, instead of like sometimes like it's 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 like so your three things and then it'll be like teaching, even though I'm teaching four classes that I will count as one thing. Wow. Whereas during my period, I'm just like, each class can be one of your things. Yeah. And you can and and I think that's obviously a very privileged stance to take because I do like I basically I'm a freelancer as a yoga teacher. So, you know, I work for my students. I think if you have a full-time job, it makes it so much more difficult. And especially if you have the type of job where there's not the possibility of full remote work or part remote work, like, like if you're like a retail worker or you're always front facing, you know, like those type of jobs, you don't really get mm -hmm. to give yourself that permission slip of rest. And even if you're a caretaker, like moms, and I think like, I've I've seen so many encouraging TikToks about the way parents are raising their kids mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. where like the dads are teaching their kids, like, this is what's happening to mom and she's yeah. tired and this is what we're doing. But it hasn't been like that for no. long. Mm. It hasn't. Mm. Thank goodness you're teaching your brother. Well, I was like, I love that yeah, so much. like it's so wild. Like, I think it might sound so disgusting. And no, I had a listen to be like, what the hell? But like, I've actually showed him while I'm mm. on my period because. <laughs> no, that's no, 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 it wasn't a used plan but, though. Yeah, it was like, but it was like, this is the reality. Because yeah. like, one day he's going to be with someone and he <clears> needs <throat> to really understand <throat> like what really goes down. Or if he <throat> has to teach his daughter <throat> one day. Yeah. Like I need him to know what to <throat> do. <throat> because if we're not like making changes or educating men as well in a positive way, I feel like they're kind of just going to remain stuck in like what we got taught mm. absolutely so it's kind of like lead the way yeah and we can see a lot of them are doing better mm. which is encouraging but like on what sheen says i don't i think only now in like certain countries if i'm not mistaken it's spain that's giving like four days paid leave yes, that. and it's kind of like that. amazing mm. because like can we at least get a moment <laughs> break yeah I mean yeah. I don't know what it's like having a full-time job mm -hmm. coming home to a husband kids running and rinsing and repeating mm -hmm. and then 
having all of this going on I feel like as a woman we always are keeping up to something something so a quick break in this episode to tell you how you can work with yoga big sisters to grow your yoga business whether you've just emerged and sprouted as a yoga teacher or you've been teaching and nourishing those skills for a while we want to help you bloom and thrive Presenting our Yoga Teacher Mentorship, a 30-hour program to take you to the next level through Asana Labs, philosophy, and specialist workshops, and a session to plan or refine your dream yoga business. Everything is online, so you can join from anywhere and payment plans are available. Spaces are limited, and if you want to jump on this life-changing opportunity, email Online at gmail.com so we can chat. We'd love to be on your team, but... I love that. People like B are giving us tools and yeah. you share so much amazing stuff for free mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. I think my main purpose, honestly, always, even when I was mostly modeling, is just to help people, mm. you know, because especially online, um, yeah, I just reached a point where I needed to show up more authentically. Like I kind of was, but I wasn't fully showing up authentically in how I wanted to be perceived you know and it's because being online is daunting you know it is very daunting to show up and speak your truth and like it's very scary but ultimately you know if I can help one person with having a better menstrual cycle amazing and also like all the women in my life like all my friends all my family like everyone I'm just like you need to know about cycle syncing, you know, and you also need to know about feminine energy, masculine energy. Like there's all of that as well that comes into play, like in such a male dominant society, you know, work wise, um, everything actually, it's mm. mostly male dominated. And I think mm. when we are able to like step into our power as a collective you know like you teaching your brother I think that's amazing I do the same with my brothers as well I'm like I'm in follicular phase guys or like I'm in whatever luteal like this is where I'm at and this Mm -hmm. is how I'm feeling and you also need to know about this and they've also become more um sympathetic and supportive and they're like do you need anything what can I do blah 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 like that's and that's really nice for me especially like growing up it always felt like this big secret you know being on my period don't let them know don't let them know and it's like (laughs) on like that and coming back to yoga it's like you know there's certain asanas you should not get into if you are on your period depending on the school of yoga your teacher comes from exactly and my thing is always like understand yourself yeah. No, it feels good. It's not like if you're inverting, the blood is going to run down. Your it, can't. Mm-hmm. it can't. Mm-hmm. So it can't. It can't go backwards. Yeah. So like, I feel like those are also stigmas like in the yoga community. So I also kind of share. And I, I know the inversions are a big one, but then there's some girls I know who they go they do inversions during their period if if you're if you feel like you have enough energy do it be empowered and do it but I think somebody explained it so beautifully which they said you know there's there's no scientific evidence that things can flow backwards because you're upside down but Mm -hmm. it was never about that it was that energetically the thought in yoga was you are tired and your body is trying to remove things through a downward channel Mm. so why would you want to work against Mm. it so you want to have a practice that is slow 
and relaxing and unwinds all the muscles. So for B, it would be a lot of stuff for her lower back. Mm -hmm. For me, it's not my lower back so much. So I tend to do um, a lot of twists, but other girls don't like doing twists on their periods mm -hmm. because it feels like that squeezing motion. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, it's it's not doing poses that feel like they're compressing their, their bellies. Like they feel more claustrophobic when their bellies yes, got okay. like, I don't think it is. Well, you have bloating, but also like my belly just expands because yeah, it's trying to get rid yeah, of yeah. it, you know? <laughs> so I think in, in that way, it's, it's really about, you know, thinking what is your body going through and how can I help my body within mm. my asana practice? Do I even need an asana practice? Exactly. Like, is it mm, not that. like, is it not the yoga? Is it not the physical? Is it not? Yeah. Is like, it the walk with the friend? Exactly. Is it just eating a chocolate? Like, what is it that you need? And it goes back to what B said from the beginning and going back to like really understanding who we are and why cycle syncing is so important because mm. we're not going to know what we need. But it's like intuitively as the years go, we've kind of known, but now we kind of yes. like categorizing it as it is this, it is a real thing. Mm -hmm. You know, there's research back behind it. Let's yeah. share it with people and like let's mm -hmm. make it a normal thing. I mean, I saw a study that said women are attracted to different types of males <laughs> during ovulation. <laughs> there was a study where they took different types of male faces, and when women were ovulating, they were attracted to a, a softer face. Whereas in the cycle before the follicular, yes. like a more traditionally considered masculine face mm. so like a stronger jaw mm. or like a heavier brow bone mm. that is so interesting. like something perceived as more aggressive was what oh, they were attracted to <laughs> oh no I've got it wrong during ovulation they wanted the hyper masculine looking face during menstruation they wanted something softer softer and that makes me way more sense because like, we want care packages or like yeah. get our sanitaries you know yes. yeah come with like the chocolate yes like, let's yes. do this <laughs> but when you said we want care packages and come with the sanitaries you reminded me of um when we were prepping for this episode and like oh my god what do we ask B uh, um Zakia mentioned saucha which is mm -hmm. cleanliness in Sanskrit which yeah. is so beautiful because I mean like culturally and religiously for me um practicing Islam you cannot actually pray when you're on your period because you consider oh, wow. dirty Wow. So that stigma around the community also speaks back to a certain thing that I think I touched on mm. earlier. Yeah. But you're not considered clean. Wow. But so is it not a time when your body play. is cleansing itself? But you're actually dirty because you're letting go of things. Oh, and okay. That makes sense. I think too. in many cultures that is something that yeah. people do deal with. But mm. I think for me, I was just like this is a normal thing that we as women have been given and now to feel like you can't do certain things also creates that stigma mm. around periods and why they bad it's your spirituality yes and don't tell anyone because mm -hmm. you're dirty mm -hmm. or someone might smell you and know and like make sure you have sanitary so you can change and it's all of that that we continue have yeah. to protect ourselves from others not yes. you know yeah. right so I know this is bad, well, religiously, but I have still been reading my prayers when I'm on my period. And 
I was just like, if this is accepted or if it's not accepted, that's up to God. But I'm mm. doing it because it brings me peace when I do it. And like, especially when you're on your period. Yes. You know, mm. that you need that it doesn't just like sever your connection to God. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can't speak as somebody who I'm, I don't practice any religion. And like what I know about Islam is basically what I've been learning from. Exactly. Yeah. Because I mean, I went to school with a lot of very different people, but I think um, at, at the time I was in high school, I'm not sure if it was as safe for Muslim people to speak openly about their religion, mm. if I'm honest. Mm. Um, but the other thing is like with the cleanliness and the feeling dirty, I'm, I mean, like, I think there's a lot less stigma around like having a leak because mm. I remember one of my most horrific wow. things that happened in high school mm. was um I could feel that it was not yeah. doing its job anymore but it was it was PT so we were in white shorts oh. how do you make girls in high school wear white shorts like so once, once a girl's in like grade six like I'm sorry like the shorts case, should change to black shorts. or navy and then it's the thought of wearing the right underwear mm. like is that, yeah. is that color gonna show mm. through is that it like I remember when I got my period, my mom actually bought me granny panties and Woolworths. Yeah, that was thick. Because what else like holds the pad? And then it was like, well, this is just, oh, I don't want to wear granny panties during a time when I want at least a moment of cuteness. <laughs> I mean, you should Why? want to be cute all the time, no matter yeah, what. Like, it's so oh. crazy, all the little considerations. But yeah, I do think it's getting slightly better slowly with time it is it is um which thank goodness yeah but I just wanted to um like before we finish up just a recap of like your top three pieces of advice Mm. which I mean you have already shared but Mm. um advice one was starting to track whether it's Mm. an app or a journal yes definitely I think second would be um communicating with those around you so your friends, your family, your co-workers. Because for me as well, I'm not a nine-to-fiver. I'm not in corporate. Like, I'm a freelancer. So it's maybe a bit easier for me to communicate and have these conversations. But, you know, if you're having to show up at work every day, I mean, communicate with those around you. You know, maybe if your relationship with your boss is a bit open, maybe you can just start those conversations, you know, because usually like towards like luteal and menstrual it's better to do low energy tasks and like maybe with this conversation and all of the stuff that's like we're talking about and that we know about now that could be brought into the conversation in the workplace I don't know maybe they you know you listening could be a conversation starter and um you know help those coming up after us because we have to be the cycle breakers Mm -hmm. you know and like you're saying like with your brother like that's what we have to do because what our parents and their parents you know it's we are those people and it's so hard like it's so much work, but it's worth it we have to we have to and I'm like always just thinking about my kids one day or like you know my nieces Mm. and I just want them to feel empowered and not have to go through what we had to go through you know there's there's no need to suffer like that so communication um I communicate a lot with you Sheen yeah we chat all the time 
I do because I think it's it's important you know not a lot of people know about it but mm. I think if we can start talking about like it, once we try to schedule a coffee and you're like can we wait till next week because then I'm going to be in follicular and I was like yes babe <laughs> And I whatever you need. And I love that. And I'm gonna take that advice. Let's stop doing that in our female friendship. Yes. It's just not the right stage of my cycle. I'm not gonna be my best self for uh, you. If I lose you, <gasps> I am not my best self. Yeah. Even with my family, I'm like, guys, I cannot do brides. I cannot no. do like, I'm not, No, know? I'm just a girl. I'll not watch the right uh, match. Okay. Yeah, like I can't. And yeah. I love that because like I always tell Sheens, I always like I go. I push myself to the detriment. Mm. So this is also a practice of me being mindful that I'm going to learn from B to mm. actually be like, no, boundaries. Mm. I'm in this phase, can't. Mm-hmm. And one last piece of advice. Last piece, I think, um, do what works for you because there's so much information on this topic. Like mm. the, the deeper you go into it, you'll start to see there's this and that. Be and, overwhelming. This and don't eat that. You must eat um, like... Uh, have a seed mix and- yeah and like organ meats and this and God. if you're vegan you can't and just yeah yeah why so we can i'm just not gonna eat salmon <laughs> there's so much information but you have to do what works for you and that's that's just what i feel about life in general I'm always yeah. like, do what works for you if, if mm. take what resonates and leave what doesn't fantastic i love that yeah is there anything like we haven't uncovered that, that you want like to say no, I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, glad because I'm like, wow. <laughs> maybe just one thing about um, PMS. Yes. So there's PMS and then there's PMDD, what which is- I need to, it's pre-menstrual something disorder. Because I Give think it's like a good little thing because we're always like, I'm PMSing, <laughs> leave me alone. And now we can be yeah. MPP. And yeah. So you obviously do need to get a diagnosis. Oh, okay. Um, from a medical oh, is this like like extreme PMS? Yeah, it's oh pre premenstrual dysphoric disorder. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, it's heightened PMS symptoms. So you know when you feel like your mood is lower and you feel a bit depressed, PMDD is like you have, like you feel that like onset. of doom coming and like you know those serious like depressive uh, symptoms so like can't get out of bed can't get out of bed Mm -hmm. like you know you want to be on your own like all so that's actually what to go through that every month and is that pre-period so yes exactly so that's during your luteal phase so interesting i've been last month's one Mm -hmm. i felt like i might have that because it was it was the worst i've ever experienced but also again knowing this information i want to see and track it for the next three months before i okay. go to a doctor or whatever yeah. and yeah. that that's also where the self-awareness comes into play you know because it's easy to be like oh i have pmdd now and you know mm, let's not yes. self-diagnose mm. but being aware of it because i noticed that my luteal phase symptoms this time around were really 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 intense and mm. i was very withdrawn very like i did not feel like myself at all and you know, I was a little bit concerned, but I am just going to see like the next two periods. So, that, and that's three months. And then I'll, then I'll know yeah. if I need to go and maybe get checked out and see. And with that, you know, there's either medication you can take or more meditation or more like mm. breath work or, you know, so yeah, yeah, I think that's the last thing I would add because sometimes we can be made to feel like we're overreacting with mm-hmm. our PMS symptoms. The so, shame around, you know, like, and it's something like I'd never heard of that. Yeah, 
-hmm. yeah so it you know if you're experiencing severe symptoms and you've noticed this for a while I think it is important to go to a medical professional and also take your notes as well because it's yeah. so, doctors are so quick to be like yeah you have this and this is the it's medication anxiety. you take exactly or like exactly no you actually just have depression and I think that's probably what happened to me now that we're on this topic a few years ago with my doctor because as I told you I was always my luteal phase is like the longest phase mm. of my cycle and so I was experiencing a lot of these symptoms and she was just like okay anxiety medication depression medication and and so I thought that's actually what it was but I think it might have actually been uh, PMDD mm. wow I do think so that's yeah. just my own like yeah. and I could have been like hypothesis. working against your cycle exactly exactly so yeah it's something to think about and take note of mm. you know and just see and assess so that you can also find the help you know because a lot of people are suffering and some people's periods are amazing and others it's you know it's really really terrible on a yeah. mental level yeah you know? mm. yeah well I've learned so much I've learned so much and like as I'm reflecting I'm like yes on a mental level sometimes on a physical mm -hmm. sometimes emotional sometimes all at once yeah Normally, and sometimes my face is perched. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, which one are we going to gamble? <laughs> but I think what is so special about this, it's again a reminder to come back to self, come back to point, practice your svadhyaya, check in with yourself, journal, maybe get the app, track it for a bit, try and really understand yourself, know what might work for you, what might not work mm -hmm. for Sheens or B. Or me or you, I don't know. But I think it's also that self-awareness about us and our womanhood, mm -hmm. physically, mentally, emotionally, and to continue to educate ourselves on this topic and share with others. And this is why we have B. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh, B yeah. can help you make your period something that's like powerful. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I can't thank you enough. Oh, no, thank you guys. Oh, Thanks for having it me. It was so nice. We must do this again. Maybe yes. not recording, maybe yeah. recording. I don't know. But um, I'm if happy you... for another episode. Yay. <laughs> We're going to have to be back at some point. Yes. Just got to figure out what that would be. Absolutely. Yeah. But um, thank you so much for listening. If you have been listening and you made it all the way through, if you took several pauses because mm -hmm. <laughs> I think we went a little longer than we planned but it was worth it mm -hmm. and yeah we, we love you guys we're gonna close off B <laughs> do you want to say goodbye <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me guys also um I love to you know just open up my dms mm -hmm. and yes you know if anyone is struggling um on any level like I'm just like if you just want to chat if you want to have a girl chat please just DM me. My handle is at Bianca Koyabe on all platforms. And yeah, let's just keep the conversation going. I love that. And you'll be able to just click a little at handle in the show notes and it'll send you through. Um, B also has a podcast. Mm -hmm. It's called Bed on This Side. Aww. Yeah. Love that. Yeah, um, I'd be talking about uh, holistic wellness, self-discovery, creative expression. Fantastic. Yeah. But guys... If this you, was great yeah and, and <laughs> it was I'm just like wow this is magical and if you've listened and come this far do drop us a little review yeah rate review subscribe yeah, like something whatever pop up on your screen whether it's like on your laptop or on your phone we would appreciate it 
And then I'm told as many stars as you think we deserve. <laughs> be be generous. But uh, yeah. But until next time. I love you, Zaki. Love you, Sheen. We love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.